The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. David in Port Washington uh, saying chili powder makes it chili. Add anything you want and it's still chili. What an insane take. That I, is, I'm sorry. That is the dumbest that's take. Wait, I use chili powder when I put potatoes in my air fryer. Really, that's chili? So you like chili? Oh, yeah. Not the hot stuff. But you put a nice mild turkey chili in front of me? Oh, yeah. I'm going to eat it. That's too bad because I wanted you to try mine, but pretty hot. No, I'll try it. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. What like, keeps it from being a goulash? What keeps it from being a burgoo? Well, a goulash is more of a soup, right? Stew? Well, uh, now we're getting, now we're gonna get a little bit deeper here. What is chili? That's very existential. Okay, be sure you can handle it. Handle it? I'm a biker. Mmm. <laughs> Smooth. Ooh. Spice. <clears throat> it's a little hotter as it sits in your throat there. Mother of God, I swallowed hot lava! This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. She wants to ride it, she's trying to hide it. I'm cool as ever, she's too excited. Her man look like he want to fight. He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth. Talk about it, we all about it. They make the plans, we sit and count. Is there hope that this is the last Friday we don't know and don't have a decision from Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I'm hoping that. That at some point he is going to make his decision... He's going to make that decision be known. And by this time next Friday, we're going to know whether or not Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Because the other part that goes with this, right? So the first decision is, am I playing football? After he comes out of the darkness and Jason laid out kind of a timetable, and we'll talk with Jason Willey in just a little bit. But he lays out the timetable of, all right, Aaron Rodgers goes in the darkness retreat. He had some sort of other vacation plans, quick little getaway with some pals this weekend, and then he was going to be back at Malibu, his Malibu place, presumably, and ready to go for whatever decision he had to make at some time early next week. Now, whether or not he gets together with the Packers, my guess is they would want to get together with him sooner rather than later. And the the one thing I guess I want to ask Jason today is when Brian Gutekunst is leaving to go to the Combine. And the one thing the pandemic did is now everything just can just happen over a Zoom call at this point. Or you could, you know, get in a quiet room and FaceTime with Aaron Rodgers. And you, you don't necessarily have to be in person to have these different conversations that are going to have to happen with Aaron Rodgers. So I guess I would just presume that the Packers and their brass, especially Brian Gutekunst, would want to be there and not at the Combine for whatever meeting with Aaron Rodgers. So just with that timeline, I guess I'm hoping that we get that decision, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be making that decision early next week. Whether the Packers are going out to him, whether he's going to the Packers in Green Bay, that we get that decision. And then the one that quickly follows that is, is he going to be in Green Bay? I guess I really don't care about the where he's going after that. That's That just becomes ancillary. I just want to know as a Packers fan, who's going to be my quarterback going forward? And I guess, you know, it'd be nice to know what, what draft picks you have, but I just feel that as long as we have waited, and we've waited clearly, it seems longer than it's actually been, but as long as we've waited to try to figure out what this dude is going to do, 
we're going to be getting information pretty quickly. Like, the information hose is going to go on, and we're going to quickly figure out, okay, he's coming back. Okay, uh, he wants to play again. Who now is going to end up, you know, is, is he going to end up going to Green Bay? Is he going somewhere else? Like, that information is going to happen in rapid succession, right? Like, we're going to know that. That's what it feels like to me, at least. And everybody else is kind of waiting. Everybody else is waiting for those dominoes to fall. And that's the next domino. Like, slowly, and we've had fun along the way with the darkness retreat and all these other things. But as Dino Rossini pointed out yesterday on Get Up, that his decision is the domino that sets up everything else. Okay, never mind. Calling for some audio there. But that, that's the next domino. And I don't think anybody else is going to be, like, if you're Derek Carr, like, you're not going to be upset that Aaron Rodgers is, oh. We got Chewy. Hi, Chewy. Oh, I thought I was going to get a day off. What did you break? At Ashton. I didn't break anything. I unplugged the thing, and Ashton's a blamer. Well, I didn't blame anybody yet. All I did was ask you to unplug and replug, and we're good now. Talk about the plugs. So what did you do? Who's Okay, so this is... I just had to tap dance for about five minutes there, then I called for some audio that Ashton decided not to play. Um, Not going to lie, I wasn't listening. As I was... was dealing with Scotty. As I was trying to figure this stuff out. Um, So, whose fault is this? Because last time this happened, and Chewie was a little tardy, Ashton, you took the blame. You said, hand up, that one was on me. But who are we blaming today? Whose fault is it today? Is it we, still your fault? We can blame me. We can blame me again. I, I should check a lot of You know earlier. what I love, I should, Gabe? It's on you me. know what I love? It's like I literally come downstairs, I plug this thing into the wall, and when the show is over with, I unplug it, right? Yep. So what do I get every single time from him? Did you well, are the, are the buttons all the same? Did you touch any of the buttons? Like, why would I touch the buttons? It was well, working fine yesterday. In fairness... In fairness, and I don't know if anybody was over for the house, at the house yesterday, but you did celebrate a birthday, and people were over at the house for your birthday, correct? Yeah, but this is so far removed from where we hang. Yeah, but, but I will Get, say take this. The, take the producer out of you. No, I will say you this. Be, no, you I, be I'm, biased here. I, I am just saying... And and you can correct no, you'd be me. Unbiased, right? I was you don't just know. gonna I was just gonna ignore it and move on. Okay. But you have raised your children to be a little bit like you and be a little mischievous. So I could see your son seeing that setup as he's walking back from going to the bathroom or whatever and going, Oh, what happens if I turn all you know, just turn a couple different knobs just to throw you off. Like, I could see that as a possibility. That's fair. Where you didn't touch it, but somebody else did because they knew it would mess you up and they would think it would be funny. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because the 26th, Dyson was over here yesterday because it's his birthday tomorrow. So we were going to a joint celebration. And he's 26 going on 14, where I'm 54 going on what? 14? Ah, I mean, at least 16. Okay. 
So there's, yes, a slim possibility, but it's the accusatory tone that I am just about at it with. It wasn't accusatory. I was asking a simple, and I asked it nicely, for being honest. Nobody could hear me, but I said, hey, did you t- did you happen to touch any of the buttons? That's all. Just like curiosity sake. You know, Why would I to- touch the buttons? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Well, and he has gotten so much better because when he's done shows either out at his lake house or down in Florida, you know, one of these fancy properties that Chewie owns because he's big time. He has been known to plug in a headset, maybe in the wrong spot, or maybe turn the wrong knob up or down. But as you pointed out, like we've been doing, you've been doing shows down there for the better part of two months at this point. Like you've been down there for a two for a two month stretch where this should this be this should yeah this where it should have been very very easy to kind of figure out. So I'm back next week, but we had an issue in. Was it Punta Cana or Cancun where I brought the unit down there, right? Yep. And Mr. Tall Person behind the glass was going to fold his tents. Fold his tents on a Monday. I had till Friday. Yep. Thank God my wife was there because she's more technically savvy than our producer. Hold on. Hooked the whole thing up and we were able to do the show from there. I remember this this year. I've got to take it. I've got to take it, Gabe. In March to Punta Cana. So we're going to see how far we can get away from Wisconsin and still be able to do the show because Jen yesterday was offered to do something in Berlin over the summer. I don't think Ashton's qualified. I think we might need to bring in at least Joshy to help him out. I agree. Josh should work that. I'll I'll take off. as, As is usually the case when you tell a story, Chew. Like, you got maybe 80% of the way there, but I believe you are also willing and ready to give up on the piece of equipment not working. And yes, thank you to your lovely wife, Angie, for figuring out how to make the remote equipment you have work at the, um, work at the resort that you were at. But I recall you being, oh, I guess I'm off all week, and Angie being, no, you're going to work, damn it. Yeah, but that has nothing to do that uh, (laughs) ability to hook the thing up. (laughs) Now we all know about the 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 college classes, and you sit and wait for the professor. Yeah, I gave him five minutes. So what I was hoping for, and I will come clean, hoping for the first segment not able to connect, and then I think after that I can walk away. Yeah, which is what you did when you were down in Mexico. What was that last year, two years ago, whenever that was. I don't think I don't remember it that way. You were ready. You walked and away from that first show, and then Angie, like you texted us later, like, "Oh, Angie figured this out. Like she got a hold of somebody at the front desk here, and now we've got the right equipment we need. We've got the right cord we need, so I'll be good to go." Yeah, uh, and Ryan, Ryan does make a good point on the talking text line eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. You guys need to be better with your units. Yeah, I would agree. You know, hand in the air, I'll be the first one to admit, yeah, we need to be better with our units. And you know what? Going forward, we are going to try to practice being better with our units. For sure, yeah. And remember, practice makes perfect. My unit is fine. Well, and obviously now it had some Ashy, issues. just own it, Ashy. I All did. Right, let me ask you this. Very simple. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Very simple, Mr. Wizard behind the glass. Then what happened? Do you why, want- weren't we be- why weren't we able to connect? Some? Because it's got to be more than just, oh, try unplug it, see if it'll reboot. 
Wow. I have, I have bad Did news for you. Did you go to school you. for that? I have bad news for you. That's literally what it was. Sometimes some things just need a reset. You know how when you used to take the game out of the, the cartridge, out of the, the game system, you'd blow oh, yeah. in it? It's yeah, the NES, did. Super NES, yeah. Sega Genesis. Sometimes, it, just like you, Chewy, sometimes it just needs a little extra like reset to, to get going again. Is that when you had to blow on the disc and yeah. stuff and clean the disc? Yeah, I remember those days. That was, that was <laughs> Plus the video games. Huh? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. Maybe you're listening back to it. You're a funny guy. 800-990-3776. So what I was talking about before that, before Chewy finally got back to us, uh, was Aaron Rodgers potentially making his decision early next week. We have Brian in Lake Mills waiting on the line. 800-990-3776. Brian, you're on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. All right, blowing on the disc. I remember all about that. <laughs> if if oh, the yeah. game wouldn't work, take it out. Give the quick one, and then, yep, you're good. Um, hey, uh, Did you ever get I'm so desperate where you anything. also then blew on the video game system? Like, okay, blowing on the video game wasn't enough, so then you, like, lower your head to the video game level and just... <laughs> all right, now we're good to go. <laughs> Ever do that, Brian? Yeah, yep, you'd open up the you'd open up the 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 uh, top part of the controller right yeah. there for the box system. Blow in there. Oh yeah, all those little tricks. Give it a little tap on the side. Um, so I I think we're gonna have a decision come uh, Tuesday around uh, noon. Um, and the reason for that is is because it's gonna happen right before McAfee. And I I don't think that oh. uh, I don't know if you talked about that, Gabe, but I I really think if he's gonna do anything. It's going to happen around McAfee so he can talk about it. There's no chance he's going to do it Thursday or Friday and then wait till um, and then have it talked about over the weekend and then it's old news come McAfee time next yeah. Tuesday. So, so I think it's going to happen this week. Appreciate the call. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know if it happens around McAfee. I think McAfee breaks it like they did last year because McAfee was off this week. They didn't do their show at all. They took vacation. They took some time off. Um, and I, I don't know if they're going to be back next week. Maybe they will. My bet is that McAfee ends up breaking it um, and breaking that news, much like he did last year. But Rodgers didn't go on. He just texted them, hey, I'm coming back, signed a deal, and then it snowballed from there, and the Schefters of the world you know, got the contract details and all that but thing going forward. Isn't there a report, though, that they're going to meet? Well, no, I, I mean, I, it's not meeting? really a report. It's just kind of the next thing because we know he said on McAfee last time he was on that he had this darkness retreat, that he had uh, some sort of va- little mini vacation that he was taking this weekend, and then he was going to come back home, and then it was decision time. And whenever it's decision time, they're going to have to have a meeting. We just don't know when that meeting is going to take place. So he's still driving the bus. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's been driving the bus oh, the entire time. So like, nothing has, nothing's changed. But I so do are have... They big talkers or what? Are they big talkers? The Packers? In their coded little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, The other thing now I want to ask, since we were just talking about blowing on video games, what was your favorite video game of the 90s? I'm talking about NES, Super NES, Sega Genesis, 800-990-3776. Mine was Sega Baseball. Oh, Sega Baseball was really good. NHL 94 on Sega. I would play with the Mets, Gabe. Yeah. The Mets were my team. Remember the Mets? They uh, they were loaded. They were good. I can't remember any player. Jesse Orosco. They had some great pitchers. Oh, yeah. They had, the Mets were good, Ash. I know. You're like, I can't remember any of the names, though, but they were good. And then he throws out Jesse Orosco, which is a great name it's to great remember. Name. It's a great name to remember. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they were stacked.
800-990-3776. We can take that trip down memory lane. Jason Wilde coming up in just a little bit, but first I want to tell you about our friends at X-Golf, an American family field. It's Milwaukee's destination for indoor golf simulators and training by award-winning PGA pros. Take advantage of one-on-one lessons from Wisconsin PGA Award winner Andy Barrett for an in-depth and thorough lesson. I'm getting paid for this, right? Like, I'm yeah, talking up Andy Barrett. You are. I, I, Andy I, I, Barrett. Your friend? Question mark? The way he sounded like it? <sighs> I mean, he's Andy's like an acquaintance. Like, I've known him for a number of years and play a lot of golf with him, but like... You better golfer than him? You can say it if you want. No, I'm not. So Andy, actually, I will talk up Andy. Andy's really good. Back in the day when the um, GMO was still happening here in Milwaukee, the PGA Tour event, he qualified for that and played in it. So Andy, Andy does know what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about and has a lot of great tools at his disposal at X-Golf American Family Field because with his training and the industry-leading technology that they have at X-Golf, you're going to learn more about your golf game than ever before. It's conveniently located inside American Family Field. X-Golf is open year-round. Visit xgolfamfamfield.com for bookings and more information and to get that lesson with Andy Barrett. Ready? All Packers, all the time. When you look at this offense and you say, who scared opposing defenses when he was being utilized? Aaron Jones is still the top of the list. I don't care what you know Christian Watson did over a four-game stretch. Okay, most of the time. Almond specifically up. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts <laughs> were. It's Jason Wildy on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive with 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive, we are driven by you. A lot of votes, by the way, for this video game. Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl, people love uh, that Tecmo video Bowl's game. Tecmo Bowl's great. It was yeah. so good. So good. Again, of course, everybody knows, couldn't be the Raiders because playing with Bo Jackson was cheating. He is our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Wildy joining us here, as he does three times a week, on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Good morning, Jason. That is so wild how they designed that game for Bo to be that dominant. I remember the same thing. He was untackleable. Do you yeah, have he was unstoppable? Do you have a favorite video game from the nineties on like regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, anything like that? Pong. No. Um so uh you remember the movie Swingers? You were you were too young to, but maybe you saw it after it. Yeah, popular. was that the wine yeah. movie, Jason? No, that's the um... <laughs> Vegas baby. Vegas. Is, is that the wine movie? The hell are you talking yeah, no, about? That's what was sideways. the wine movie? What's the Good wine? Movie? Sideways. Sideways. Well, it started with an yeah. escape. I'm not that far off. <laughs> swimmy, swami, swimmy. Actually. Samsonite. That was way yeah. off. Uh, nice. Good pull. Um, no, it's the. Uh, it's the like twenty something dudes that are all in LA, and some of them are actors, and uh, they go to the swing, uh, not swinger, swing uh, bars where that, like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy became popular. It was right around when you guys won the Super Bowl. I think it's the '96 movie that came out in '96. Um, John Favreau, Vince Vaughn, uh, Vince Vaughn before he was popular. Um, but swingers, they play uh, NHL '95. Yeah, and. That was the, that would be the game from that era. You just have to remember that I'm older. So I was, I had in television when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, all my friends had a, yeah. yeah, and all my friends had Atari. So it wasn't like you could even swap games. It was, it was like having a beta VCR when everyone else had VHS. <laughs> yeah, they're old. Jason, Jason, my dad, my dad, and I remember it to this day. I mean, this is probably 70s, right? Jason with television. 
He yeah. sold. He sold that Mickey Mantle rookie card in the seventies to buy us in television, and that is the card I believe that just sold for like three million dollars. What a good man yeah. he was. I hope you oh, appreciate Uncle it. Bill. What a great dad you have. He was. We didn't appreciate it at the time because the big. What was the bigger gaming system then? It was in television and something else. It was Atari. I forget what it was. They, there was also was it a t- ColecoVision briefly. Coleco, I remember that. And we're like, oh, I guess we'll take in television if we have to take something. <laughs> he only sold Mickey Mantle for us. I know. I know. If, if only he'd had that Ty Cobb card. Yeah. <laughs> uh. A good story. Right. You're, you're looking for a segue now. I could tell. Well, I, I, I usually Chewy's the one who dives in and goes, "Well, Jason," and then right, asks some oh, sort I got of it. I got, I got it. I got it because I don't want to talk about Aaron because I got a little bit of Aaron fatigue. Not for the whole show, maybe just for this first question. But Jason, I'm going <laughs> to rattle through. What's so nice. funny? Jason, I'm going to rattle through some free agents. You tell me if you think they're back or they're gone. Ooh, Adrian, Ames. I love this game. Um, gone. Randall Cobb. Uh, wait a minute. I I I, I hate to interrupt your no Rogers rule, <laughs> but is uh, Rogers is coming Rogers, back? Uh, then I think if Randall Cobb plays, he doesn't cost much. I think they do bring him back. If Cobb, uh, if Dean Rogers Lowry. Plays. Dean Lowry. Um, gone. Mason Crosby. Uh, Rogers back. He's back. Rogers gone. He gone. Uh, Lazard. Gone. Either way, I think. Um, two more. Uh, Tunyon. Uh, gone. And then Yash. Uh, back, because he is uh, a restricted free agent. Restricted? I think they'll... Okay. Yeah, so I think they'll... Uh, They'll tender him okay. properly, but we'll see. Are they going to end up spending okay. more on their offensive line than anybody else in the NFL? Uh, they will certainly have a lot invested, yeah. Um, you know, the guy that I think kind of gets off scot-free, by the way, and doesn't we don't talk about a lot, is Josh Myers. Like, I'm, not, I, I'm still not quite sure how good he is. Are you? Uh, no, I, I I don't hear much about him, and the fact that I hear don't hear much about him, I would just assume that he be, he's just an average center. Because if he was playing really good, right. somebody would have written a story about like, oh man, this second year guy, he stepped in. Packers have had this long line of really good centers. He stepped in. That's continuing. But I also don't hear his name a lot, so I don't think he's like terrible. You know the way that we've heard some other offensive linemen's names over the last couple of years. So I just kind yep. of assume he's average. Yeah, I think he's just a guy. And Creed Humphrey, who was taken, I believe, the next pick, uh, has turned into one of the best centers in the game. So, again, just a observation that, you know, for when folks want to be critical of Goody, um, that's one of those that it's not like it was this terrible pick that he's just not any good at all. But, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, a second-round pick, I think it's fair to have expected more. I mean – you know, uh, they've had some second-round offensive linemen during the Ted and Goody regimes uh, that have not 
worked out very well, and it's usually the later round guys that end up playing pretty well. And they spent a big uh, early pick on him that I don't think has panned out that great. So I I agree with you in that I don't think Robert Tunyon is back, but that's a position where they've got one guy currently under contract in just Josiah DeGuara. And clearly, Matt LaFleur likes to have multiple tight ends. It's one of the tenets mm-hmm. of this offense that they run. So how are they mm-hmm. going to fill out that room if somebody like Robert Tunyon is not coming back? Uh, I don't know. Chew, you're in pretty good shape still. I mean, they like older guys. Oh. Um, I don't... I, don't, <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to draft somebody. Yep. Uh, they're going to have to see what the open market bears. The only reason I, I kind of write off Tunyon is actually because of a conversation that I had with him uh, late in the season, or maybe it was the day of locker room cleanout. Like he just, he sounded like he was completely uh, resigned to the fact that he wasn't going to be back. Like he sounded like one of those guys who had been told, and we know that there's been lots of them over the years. In fact, I even uh, made sure I asked, uh, Mason Crosby, when he was on with us, straight out, if he'd been told this, guys that are told, hey, look, we appreciate everything you've done. Uh, you know, you're going to hit the market, and uh, we wish you luck, but we don't we don't plan on bringing you back. That's how he talked. I don't know if that was actually said to him or not. I want to be very clear about that, but that's how he sounded. And I've heard other guys, uh, like Micah Hyde, for instance, uh, who was told that. Um <sighs> Sound the same way, and so I, I don't. I don't just. I just don't get an encouraging vibe that they intend to bring him back. Now that said, I don't know what his market is going to be. Right? Like, had he hit the market after the 2020 season, somebody would have paid him a ton of money. And then, you know, he gets off to a slow start in 21, then tears the ACL, misses the rest of the year. Then last year looked like a guy who was coming back from an ACL, right? I mean, he caught the ball and he would generally fall down. There wasn't a ton of uh, yak after he caught it. I, I, I don't know what he's going to look like in 2023, but maybe there's not a huge market for him. On the flip side, you know, maybe if I'm, say, San Francisco, um, you know, he was on my sideline of the playoff game uh, wearing a 49ers jacket. How good could your offense be if you have Robert Tunyon at one tight end and George Kittle, his BFF, at the other spot? I mean, I I think there will be a team that's willing to give him some money, and I don't think the Packers are probably it. Jason, Jason, where are they at with with DeGuara? I mean, fullback. But are they are they done with him, too? Are they like, all right, this guy's not going to get any better or smarter? No, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if they expect some sort of huge breakthrough with him. I think what they do feel like is that he's kind of the, you know, the guy that I don't want to say he's like Jeff Thomason because that's not that's not fair. And I really like Jeff. Um, yeah. But he's just he he's, you know, he'll occasionally catch a pass. He's the one guy that they have that's relatively comfortable and adept lining up in the backfield as a fullback. Uh, but. He doesn't stretch the field in any form or fashion. Like, they, they drafted him. He was at Cincinnati for Fickle. And his the tight ends and offensive coordinator at Cincinnati at the time, I forget his name, uh, was like one of LaFleur's best friends. And you remember talking about how LaFleur took a clip 
of DeGuara chasing down a, a defender after he'd scooped a fumble or intercepted a pass and tackled him. And LaFleur showed that video to his team. Like, it was like showing, like, you know, a clip from an eighth-grade game to the varsity basketball team for a lesson. And I don't know how it was received, but it, we heard about that after the fact, and it was hard not to think that Goody basically said, okay, if you think DeGuara is really going to fit your offense and you really like him and your guy tells you uh, he's really good, then we'll draft him. Kind of, a, kind of give him one kind of a thing, right? But, he's, mm-hmm. you know, they had such high plans for him, uh, you know, in the first couple of games of his career. And then I think it was – wasn't he a 2020 pick? Wasn't that during the uh, – the empty stadium games yeah, where mm-hmm. he yeah. he tore his ACL uh, against Atlanta, I want to say, and he's just kind of been a guy ever since. So uh, he's going to be here, and he has a role, but you can't build your tight end room around him, that's for sure. Jason, before we left, let you go quickly, and if you just want to answer yes or no to this, you can. Okay. At this I time, feel the pressure to be quick with this, yes. At this time <laughs> next week... Will we know if Aaron Rodgers, not necessarily where, just if Aaron Rodgers is playing football in 2023? God, I hope so. All right, guys, take care. Be good. <laughs> Jason Willey joins us three times a week here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. It's time you stop in and visit my friends at Bunzel's Meat Market, 90th and Burleigh in Milwaukee. I'm actually stopping out there today, having some friends over this weekend, going to be making some breakfast. So I want to load up on the best meats that I can, and I'm getting them from Bunzel's Meat Market. This week, you can pick up USDA Choice Corned Beef Brisket Flat Cuts at just $11.99 a pound. Sage and Onion Stuffed Boneless Pork Chops at $4.49 a pound. Fresh homemade chicken brats, $6.49 a pound. Fresh boneless marinated root beer pork ribs, $5.99 a pound. And you can get lean ground chuck for $4.99 a pound. Or if you want to buy in bulk, five pounds or more, it's just $4.79 a pound. It's Bunzel's, and it's at 90th and Burleigh in Milwaukee. You will not regret heading out to my friends at Bunzel's. You can also check them out online at Bunzel's.com. It's Friday, and that means it's time to check in with GKB President Craig Karmazin. I'm like part of the overall home office team that was fortunate enough to be invited to the party. So I'm, you know, I'm attending. I've already RSVP'd, so I will be there. Fridays with Mo. I've never been somewhere before there's a usable. For what it's worth, Charlotte Jews? Airport, a, which has some great sleeping pods. Is there a prophylactic rubber in there? No, there is not. Craig Karmazin on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Craig Karmazin last week here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. So I'm so happy. So happy. Yeah, I guess it was kind of a chicken move. He didn't want to be on with us when the person chose against him and uh, decided to go without Craig in our with or without Craig contest. Not sure. Good morning, Craig. Are you, are you used to rejection at this point? I am, and I... I think it's a very sensitive way for you to address the topic of my 17-year-old dog dying, so me having to uh, fly home oh, uh, and put my dog with to the bad sleep breath? on Friday. No, that one would have been 28 by now. <laughs> uh, oh, <okay. laughs> Hell of a run. I'm 28. <laughs> yeah, that one, was, that one was born in 1996, so I don't think uh, okay. that one would... No, it was, it was a different one, but but uh, but I do uh, I am I do apologize for missing the segment. 
I got to tell you, Craig, I respect the move of uh, dropping the dead dog thing out there. It's something I would absolutely do and have done, if we're being honest. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah, appreciate it. It's very Casey Kasem. It's very Casey Kasem, uh, you know, playing the uh, request after a dead dog, uh, you know, dead dog inspirational moment. Wait, what do you mean Casey Kasem? Like when somebody would call in no and be like, can you play? Wait, we know you guys who Casey, know Kasem Casey Kasem is, Kasem? but like, what's the Casey Kasem thing about the dead dog? Ashton's got to find this. Ashton's got to find this. So Casey Kasem, who like, you know, posted the top 40 and everyone, he was just like this, like amazing, kind figure in all of our lives growing up. If you listen to his countdown, there a bunch of audio cassettes were released by one of his engineers of him just berating the entire staff. And like, and it was like clips, like, because he, and he, he goes off, he's like, you think you you right want me to do that kind of song after a dead dog dying? Oh, what the hell's going on here? He's oh, well. Isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do. Jeez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, this seems dangerous, Ashton. You're playing a dangerous game right now. I was going to say, you didn't, you didn't watch it. You didn't nope. check it. No. Which, by the way, that's, sco- that's Shaggy, isn't it? Yes, it is not Shaggy. The, not the, it wasn't me, Shaggy, but the, hey, Scoob. Yes, from the cartoon. That was uh, Casey Kasem. Good pull there by you, Craig. I got a question for you before we get into the other things. If See, you're the boss. So you don't have a boss, but I have a boss, and Chewie has a boss, and her name is Angie, and Gabe has a boss, and Ashton has a boss. And our boss wants us to talk about the quarterback uh, as much as possible, and we don't want to talk about the quarterback as much as possible. What would you recommend that we do when our boss wants us to do something that we don't want to do? I think you should talk about why you don't want to talk about the quarterback. Okay. Do you want to start that conversation with us? Yeah, why don't you want to talk about the quarterback? So exhausting. Because it's so tired. To death. We, there's yes. no new information. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, on where he's going to go or what he's what's going to happen with him. But I mean, the idea of what he just did for the last two days. I mean, I I actually love it. I mean, Jen, you're a meditator, right? Don't you meditate? I don't meditate. I do therapy. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, okay. Wow, did everyone hear the judgment in the ooh? Did everyone hear that? (laughs) There's a little judginess going on there, yeah. Wow, that was judgy. No, no, it's more that I, like, aspire to be like you from from an overall wellness standpoint, and I am usually down on myself for not meditating. Wow, that was stupid if I ever heard it. Yeah, you balance everything. Why do you meditate? I thought you also got some meditating in there. Yeah. Why do you meditate? What do you get out of meditating? Oh my God, it's the greatest! I did twice yesterday. I did twenty minute, two different twenty minute sessions yesterday. It is but, the greatest. It just, it makes you feel like it's just. It makes you feel smarter and slows down the world. It's like you know how when you talk about in the NFL, like when the game started to slow down. Yes. Yeah, when you meditate. Down. Yeah. Yeah. When you meditate, all of life like slows down. It just like gets easier and like, and you just feel smarter and better. Okay. So it sounds to me like you're telling me I need to meditate about not wanting to listen to my boss. Is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm taking from this. No, I think he says you're allowed to talk about nonsense also. So I think if you don't (laughs) want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, just talk about nonsense. So where does this fall fall into Aaron Rodgers or nonsense? I can't be sure. Venn diagram? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I think it's both. 
Craig, at this time next week, do you think we know if Aaron Rodgers is playing? Oh, look at Gabe following the boss. He goes right into Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Gabe knows knows how to do it. Gabe knows how to do it. No, see, now you're you're telling telling me what I wanted to hear, but not telling me what I wanted to hear. Because I was asking you what we should do, and when Gabe asked the question about Aaron Rodgers, you're like, oh, look at Gabe following the rules. Good job, Gabe. Uh, I see. I um, I think Aaron. I think Aaron. I, I don't get the the two days versus four days type thing. Do we know that he actually was in for two days when he was supposed to be in for four? We don't know anything. We don't. Okay, know so we're not anything. sure he left early. So we're not sure he left What's early because we don't know exactly uh, what, when he went in. Ask, what the hell's the difference? Who cares? Two hours, two days, two months. So what? Big deal. I don't know. Aaron's so competitive. Wouldn't that be odd for you? Like if he went that public, like, hey, I'm doing a four-day darkness retreat. I feel like just in a him chip on the shoulder, like I don't feel like he's coming out with less than four unless he's doing it for a reason. So that's why I I just didn't know if we knew for sure that it was only two days because I heard some people saying like, uh, oh, he only did two days. He was supposed to do four. Well, yeah, if his dog died, right? Because we know that that's an excuse to miss things, right? His dog? Uh, Everyone's dog is dying? No, no, no. Yeah, that, that might have been. dog died, too? No, 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 no. She was... Okay. <sighs> that was just Start Speaking of dying. Okay. <laughs> speaking of <What>? dying. <laughs> speaking of dying. Craig, now just answer the questions, okay? Yeah. You called Angie this week or last week, correct? Ooh. Um, you are Angie? What? No, snuffle up. <laughs> Angie, of course. Okay. Okay. I, 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 and you okay. wanted, hold on, just, you wanted our address down here, and nothing yeah. has happened. So am I getting whacked? Am I getting a complaint from OSHA on something I said on the radio? OSHA? Like, wh- what's going on? Yeah, OSHA is definitely not the radio. <laughs> uh, I'll, I can take this one, Craig, if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, why don't we go to Jen on this one? So... We hold on. Is there some scheming here? Some oh, I don't like this at so all. So, we wanted to send you some borscht for your birthday, and so we didn't have your address in Florida. So, we asked Craig to do a little bit of uh digging and get the address for the borscht for the birthday, the birthday borscht. And then you came on the show last week and said that your mother in law sent you borscht for your birthday. <laughs> So Ashley and I looked at each other like, abort, abort, cancel the borscht. Oh, <laughs> so you guys are so nice. The Chewy. borscht for your birthday because you already got the borscht from me. And we didn't want it to seem like we were like piggybacking off of mother-in-law's gift. and we, didn't, You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you got the borscht from your sons, right? Oh, that and was then you, so nice. So that's wait, would that be um, <laughs> wait, would that be up. an abortion? Would that be an abortion? Okay, no, 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 that's it for Ashley. That He's out of here. He just quit. So we have that nobody running kind of the board. Fun. Craig, this Craig, is... have you ever had borscht, Craig? Because we're kind of from the same I've... area of the world. I don't think right? so. I don't think I have. No, you have never had borscht. Well, Joe, can you send so. us the picture that you sent us of the borscht? Uh, because yeah, it did not look uh, anything yeah. like I was anticipating. But it's so good. And actually, you know what, Craig? Go back to about 10 years ago. I don't know how this is tying in at all. But you wanted to, and I guess I did too, you wanted me to do the twenty, the spit thing in the cup. 
right? 23 and me. Oh, 23 and me, sorry. Is Craig still with us? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Because you wanted to see if I, which there was a possibility, you wanted to see if I had any Jewish blood in me, which I thought I might have, but it turned out that I didn't. So he was a big proponent of me doing it as well. 16, 17, 18, 19. Ashton's counting ceiling tiles again. Is Ashton, Ashton, that would have made us like true brothers. I don't, right, right? don't drag me into this, this segment at all, please. Wait, are, are, why? Because we've had swear words, abortion talk, now religion talk. Is this all making Ashton uncomfortable? <laughs> so uncomfortable. I can actually see the hives over the Zoom. <laughs> which, goes back to the, uh, which, uh, which goes back to the pickup line that I did not ask Chewy, but you know, uh, you know where it would go if I said, hey, Chewy, do you have any Jewish in you? Yeah, I know where it's going. Oh, yeah, Would I'm not like going to say little... where it's going. But... <laughs> hey, no, I'm good. I hope everyone's happy. <laughs> He's such a troublemaker. He's Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, he is. Uh, so you never had borscht. What else we got? Hey, we're trying to keep this. We had we 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 were trying to keep this clean, and now uh, and and Gabe goes to well. Woodpecker as the as the way to get this clean. <laughs> <laughs> but Ashton, Ashton, you actually started it with the Casey Kasem stuff because you just let some f. I heard f bombs in all, my headset. No, First there was all, a big bleep in there. No, it was a bleep. It was a bleep. You just imagine the f word. Yeah. Also, I dumped it. <laughs> Second of wow. all, I did just it so because you know. Craig asked for it, so I was like, you know what? I can, I can show off my my skills here, so I'm just not going to listen to it. <laughs> I am adopting. Yeah, but the that. Okay, I'm Ashton, putting it into my the whole start box, of the. I'm going to use that some. To, Sometime down the road, guys, just so you know, okay? The you but, imagine the f bomb. But the whole so start of this segment was, yeah, it's my fault. The whole start of the segment was, let's not listen to our boss, right? Yeah, that's the, exactly, the Gabe, stuff that's here. what we're pushing back on. Um, so what right I now. think you, what I think you should do is, as a to try to not listen to your boss, you should try to do a show where for. Two straight hours, you do not mention Aaron Rodgers' name once, um, and just see and whoever. Been there, does done that, first, buddy. Been there, done that. I've tried, but you can say things yeah. like the quarterback or twelve. No, does that work? no, 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 no. I don't think so. I think it's like I think it's like the Seinfeld bet, where like you're out the second you refer in any way, you know, to the to the QB. Yeah. So if you were running the show, would you move on from him? Because the Packers don't have seeds. I mean, that's clear as the nose. Right. Well, I think would you move on? I mean, would you move on? No, because everything brings it back to it. Because I now think he's playing on the Packers again. I'm pretty sure he's going to be the Packers quarterback. I feel like. Welcome to the club. I wouldn't move on because there's always things happening with him. So it's really hard to. Okay. So speaking, Craig, of not listening to your boss, right? We talked about this the other day. Are you convinced that if Goody, and I'm sure you heard the fantastic rant by Jason Wildey the other day on Wildey and Tausch. We yeah, played it yesterday on our show. And it, I thought it was so reasonable. I thought it was so measured. I thought, yes, this is exactly how a boss should handle this situation. We want you back. Here are the conditions. Can you handle that? Can you follow through? But then I said, so he says yes, and he's got his fingers crossed behind his backs, and he's got his legs crossed and his eyes. He's winking. I mean, is there any guarantee that Aaron Rodgers will follow through on those things? Once he's in the mix, because once you're in, you're in. It's not like they can be like, you said you'd show up to off-season workouts and you didn't. And now we're cutting ties. No, but I think once again, it's 
all the passive aggressive and all the media stuff. No, if you agree to something face to face with someone from your team who is aligned and wants to win, they of course they're going to veer off from it because we all do. But then it's about the direct communication. And so I think if, if Goody and Aaron get to that point, Aaron, of course, will veer off to it. But then you have direct communication. And ahead of time, you establish, you know, what happens, what the consequences are. And, like, I feel like with the Packers, if it's going to be one, two, two and a half, Two and three quarters. Like, well, then, <laughs> I know then, what you're then, doing. <laughs> when you're trying right? to tell then your there's... kid, I'm going to count to three, and then you really don't want to follow through on the punishment, so you extend the numbers as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, if it's going to be that, then nothing's going to happen. But if you actually establish you know, what the accountability is and what the consequences is, are, and you all get aligned, I think it becomes very simple. So there'd, there'd be no concern for me if Aaron and Goody and – LaFleur and the organizations aligned that, you know, Aaron would want to follow through, but, you know, everyone veers off a little bit. But What just, consequence, though, Craig? What follow-through. consequence? Let's workshop this very quickly because I know we got to let you go, but what consequence? You know, this is like if Chase has a basketball tournament there we've been none. looking forward to, and we tell him, you're grounded, but you got that basketball tournament, and your team really needs you, and we probably aren't going to really hold you to the grounding. Like, what would the consequences be if Rodgers didn't follow through with his end of the bargain? I mean, I think the easiest thing you do is you start with cash and then you move on to you, you move on to a suspension or something like that, which which wouldn't happen because Aaron would be aligned if he's going to do it. Aaron wants to win Never. and he's going to have the vision of what he wants. I, I mean, Aaron is an adult who wants to win. Craig, they already did. They, they went through this, what, two years ago where, oh, we're buddy-buddy and you're my friend now. And he'd mentioned Goody and Goody. You know, I saw Goody, 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 Goody. And now all he does is just, like, throw people under the bus, you know, with the, with the Amari Rogers thing, you know. Well, if they got rid of him earlier, we'd be in a better shape. And then, well, you know, the play calling sucked. He, come on. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's not changing anything. Leopards right. don't he, change he, their spots. Good job. You almost he, went with stripes there. I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> got to the end of the sentence. Which S word do I want to use? Yeah. They adapt, though, and and I don't think you're asking Aaron to become a different person, but you're asking him because he's so good at so many other things to get 10 percent better at the things that he's not as good at, and to lean into the things that he's strong at, and that's how he has been an MVP two of the last three seasons. Yeah, that would require him to admit that there are things that he's not good at, which again, I agree with you, yeah. Craig, is what you want from people that you align yourself with. You want people to be able to recognize, hey, here's the things you're really, really good at, and here are the things that you can get better at, and let's work towards getting better at the things that you can get better at, but there needs to be an admission of those are the things. These are the things. But you can't, as there are you guys things. said it, you can't be afraid. You can't be afraid when you're in that leadership role to have that open, honest conversation because, by the way, the more you model that behavior, the more Aaron will feel confident doing it if, he, if you choose for him to be the leader of your organization, which once that conversation happens, maybe Aaron would decide to leave. Maybe he would decide he doesn't want to be part of the vision that you're giving him. But if he does decide to stay, hopefully then he models that exact behavior to the rest of your team. Craig, always good to get your perspective on the leadership things and the uh, running a business side of things. Have a great weekend, sir. We'll talk to you again soon. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's anyone who uh, wants to reject me uh, and go to games without me, uh, I'm sure we'll do the contest again next year. So uh, you can uh, go to ESPNWisconsinContest.com. Have a good weekend, everybody. So, see, the more it happens, the more accustomed to it he is, right? So really what they're doing is they're helping him, right? Because everybody's got to get used to rejection. It just seems like Craig has to deal with it a lot more than the rest of us. <laughs> we'll take a break here. I'm Judd Gabe and Chewy. Be right back after this. Is your business looking for localized banking solutions? Fifth Third Bank has been looking forward to the future and helping businesses shape what's next for 165 years. And for the last 14, right here in Milwaukee, they offer industry-specific expertise, local decision-making capabilities, and extensive experience to help your business succeed. Fifth Third is is big enough to provide sophisticated solutions and expert guidance, but also empowered to make local decisions and work from a foundation of strong community connections. Commercial banking value only Fifth Third can deliver. Fifth Third Bank National Association, custom solutions built around your goals. Member FDIC. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. What do we do? We've, Where we've, do we go from here? We've, we've talked about insulation. We've talked about fantasy camp. And now we've talked about Burning Man. We've hit for the cycle in the first five minutes of the show. On 94.5 ESPN. Back here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on ESPN Milwaukee. If you missed any of our conversation with Craig Karmazin, you can find it on Wisconsin On Demand, wherever you get your podcasts. Always good to get Craig's perspective on the business side of things, leadership side of things, obviously as a very successful businessman and leader. We put it on the Jen, Gabe, and Chewy poll at this time next week. Will we know if Aaron Rodgers is at least playing this season? Go ahead and weigh in on that on our Jen, Gabe, and Chewy Twitter account. we got to take a break, but we'll be right back after this.